Welcome to Imran's podcast, episode number 72. This is your host, Suman Silwal. The best advice somebody could have given me is to forgive yourself. You put on the weight, it happens. Look forward to all the awesome and exciting opportunities that are waiting for you as you work on losing. Visit Imran's.com to listen to our previous podcast episodes, links to our social media channels, and get race discount codes. I would like to welcome Melinda Howard to Imran's podcast. Melinda, how are you doing today? I'm doing wonderful. Thank you. Uh, Melinda, we've been a Facebook friend, and uh, I think our road actually has not crossed yet. But I think uh, we have a lot of common friends, and, and you're from Mississippi. And uh, how's the weather in the Mississippi? Is it as hot as Alabama? Oh, my goodness, yes. I've been melting. <laughs> <laughs> Running is a challenge right now, but it pays off when the weather cools off, so it's worth it. Definitely. Um I think we have similar weather pattern Alabama um Birmingham area and the area that you are that you're in uh mm-hmm. similar weather pattern correct Yes Before we go forward uh tell us about your running journey how did you start running were you a lifetime runner um we can talk about some of the main topic later on just tell us how did you start running This coming Labor Day will be my 6th year running anniversary I started running Labor Day 2011, doing the Couch to 5K program with my sister at Mississippi State. And uh, we ran our celebratory 5K at the end of finishing that program, and I've just never stopped. I got hooked. I crossed the finish line. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I like this. We're going to keep doing it. So here we are six years later. <laughs> uh, I remember you recently did a London Marathon. Um, so how many marathons have you done so far? Oh. Gosh, over 12. I'm not exactly sure. Somewhere between 12 and 15. Yeah. And, and five ultras. What is the distance in ultra? Have you done 100? I think you have saw you doing some distance. I've been training. I'm training. I want to get it so bad. So that's coming up December 9th. I'm going to try 400. What 100 are you running December 9th? I'm doing a Brazos Bend. It's a um in um a state park outside of Houston area. It'll be probably flatter than the 100 that we're about to have it here. It's really <laughs> flat. I ran the 50-miler there last December and it was such a good time. I said, "Up, oh, got to go back and get the buckle." So <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that that'll be uh that cool to have a buckle for 100. Um the, I've done 500s now. I'm I'm training for sixth one, so it's I'm really seriously training this time, so hopefully uh hopefully I can do better this time. But talking about running now, what uh what brings you keep on bringing you back to running uh, like you said you didn't you start from cows to uh 5k to marathon and now you training for 100 what brings you back I love it I absolutely love it there's so many oh there's so many things about running that are absolutely amazing when I started running it was to help me in trying to lose some weight and that worked it worked really well but now it's me time it's uh it helps me feel better it it lifts my spirits it makes me happy uh and i run for my my little boy that i matched with i run for aiden and it's just the, the most amazing thing that's ever happened to me i had no idea those first few steps trying to learn how to run and catch to 5k that this was going to happen to me man what a game changer this has been holy cow definitely uh october uh 2007 that's when I started running I I I ran in the past but I gave up too many times uh that was to October 2007 that's when I started mm-hmm. running and then I haven't looked back ever since this <laughs> I keep on going further and further um talking about that uh you're you're talking about your 
your your weight. Uh, let's talk about that a little bit now. Uh, tell us about um, how much it helped you to lose weight. Uh, what uh, I think yeah, a recent post you mentioned that you lost 170 pounds. I did. Uh, um, tell us about that story and journey. Well, we moved to Mississippi from Colorado eight years ago, and when we moved here, let's see, I'm short. I'm only four foot eleven. So when we moved here. I was 275 pounds and I was on oxygen 24-7, could barely function. It was the most horrible thing ever. And uh, I knew something had to change uh, after a little medical scare there. I decided I had to do something about it. After the medical scare, when I kind of like came back to being a little bit more aware of what was going on, I realized I had lost 30 pounds during that time. And I thought, wow, that's pretty cool being stuffed. So I started eating smart and forcing myself to move more. I bought diabetic cookbooks and I started cooking out of them. I never dieted and I never gave up my treats. I always had treats every day that were like, good job, woman. You stuck with your eating plan today and you're doing great stuff. Here's a treat. You know, I'm, I'm as bad as my dog. You know, give me a treat. I, I was a good boy. So uh, I did that, and slowly but surely, the weight started coming off, and uh, when I started the running on top of that, I was still a good solid 100 pounds overweight, but it just was that little extra oomph that my body needed to keep on dropping the weight. It took three and a half years of being consistent and uh, just keep on plugging, and it came off. So That's interesting. Um so the diet and exercise, is, is that what, what your focus was? I think you started from the eating eating healthy. Yeah, health. and I never dieted. I never, like, went on a diet. I just started eating better food, I guess. I, I, I can't really – every now and then we'd hit the drive through at Wendy's, you know, but I would count the calories and the fat, and I was using my fitness pal and logging the food that I was eating. And that made me a little bit more aware of how quickly things add up. And after a while, I was like a walking encyclopedia of calorie, <laughs> sodium, and fat grams and everything <laughs> that wasn't nailed down. <laughs> but uh, it made me more aware, and it, it was a very helpful aid during that time. But uh, I have to say that once my running started picking up and I was doing longer and longer distances, I had to shift my focus on the types of food I was eating because my fitness pal kept me on a pretty low calorie count. And I discovered you cannot train for long distance runs on 1,200 calories a day. So um, my uh, eating has shifted. I eat a lot of protein and I eat carbohydrates. Carbohydrates are not a bad thing. And uh, probably... 2,000, 2,500 calories a day, I'm guessing, is what I eat now. So you still like, calorie counting? Not really. Not not like religiously. I just, like I said, I did it so often. I just have like this automatic running tally in my head. But I don't like say, ooh, too many calories for the day or anything like that. I don't do that. No. Definitely. One of my struggle uh, has been that I turn to... Uh, being a vegetarian or vegan at the beginning mm -hmm. uh, for running, and then that kind of then turned to vegetarian. Then my weight keep on coming up and up and up. I got to a point this summer. I think I start posting about it, talking 
openly saying, hey, hey, you know, I'm what I'm doing wrong here. A lot of I saw you post that. Yes. Yeah, yeah, a lot of a lot of you all participated on that. And one of the things, common theme, looked like I need to go back and do just a portion sizing at this time because I yeah I was not eating. I mean, you know, I've I cut meat and you know I done do a lot of things, but portion sizing it, you know, was uh was not I was not doing that. So kind of that's important. Yes. So for you, what is the portion sizing means? When I started the eating smarter and everything way back, however many years ago that was now, it's been so long ago now, it's hard to remember. Um, I measured everything out and I used smaller plates. So you, you know how big our plates are here in the U.S.? And if you measure out like a half a cup of something and it looks completely like a little dot on the plate. So if you use a smaller plate for serving, it doesn't look, it looks like more food. It's more mind game for me than anything else. And so I used smaller plates. I measured my food and I told myself I was not being deprived. It was very, very mental for me, I guess. Uh, very stubborn. So it just, it was, it took a lot of pep talks and trying to be smart and measuring. And after a while, it gets to be second nature. You're like, oh, no, that's too much because I've measured this before. And, and you get to know second nature, how much to do. And I don't go back for seconds. And I don't snack during the day. I taught myself not to snack. So. <laughs> yeah, I, I do snacks all day long. That's one thing I, I'm also cutting there, too. I mean, I lost uh, like three, four pounds. That's nothing compared to what you have what you went through or what you have what you did about it. but that's uh that's going and instead of going a positive direction that's what i was telling people is instead of going on going adding pounds i'm losing pounds that's that's important because the amount of running mm-hmm. i do you know i should not have to struggle on this but but definitely uh for me it's uh eating you know all day long eating <laughs> any food i can <laughs> grab even though i'm a vegetarian that's just not was not working so so i've kind of changed it just about a 10 degree of a change that's helping me now uh talking about uh you mentioned about you are an oxygen tell us about uh you know running takes lots of oxygen but i are you still on that or do you have to oh no 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 that's long gone um, I haven't been on oxygen for um, probably seven years now. So, so that was because of shortness of breath and everything. So that was helping you. We were living in Colorado at the time. At that time, before we moved to Mississippi, and we were at eight thousand feet elevation. Got you. Got and you. so the thin air, I guess you could say, kind of caught up with me. I just couldn't breathe. That's one of the reasons that we moved down here. I was really sick. <laughs> I couldn't breathe. And that was one of the reasons I got so heavy was because I couldn't move, because I couldn't breathe. And it was just this terrible, nasty, vicious cycle. Sip you a lot. <laughs> so where did, you, <laughs> where did you move from to, to Colorado? So you were not originally from Colorado, correct? No, my husband and I, uh, we both grew up together in Des Moines, and uh, we've been sweethearts since the first day of eighth grade. Wow. So we, we grew up together, and uh, after we got married... We lived in Chicago for a little bit. We were out there long enough for our two kids to be born. They were both born out in Chicago. And then we went to Colorado, and now we're in Mississippi. Yeah, Colorado. For some people, Colorado works, especially training for marathons. And have you gone back since you moved down here and see? We do. We go back about every six months because my husband still actually has his job that he had when we lived up there. And he telecommutes. So one of our bedrooms in our house is his office. And so he dials in every day and works 
from the house and does his job, same thing he did out there. And, and then, we go back every six months so that he can say, hey, guys, remember me? I'm still on the payroll. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Uh, tell us about uh, you, when you go back, uh, do you run and that and to see how we feel now versus where, you know, your memory from before you moved down to Mississippi? How do you feel uh, going back? We generally don't stay much longer than a week, week and a half, because it does start to catch up with me. Um, I do run when I'm out there. It takes me, well, we get out there and I give myself a day to kind of be able to breathe because it, it, it does get me. And then after we've been there a day, I can do like 10Ks when we're out there. But anything long distance stuff, I really struggle. Definitely. Yeah, 10Ks are about it. We're heading out there a week from today because my daughter's getting married. So we're going to go out and play Mother of the Bride. And, and run some miles over there. <laughs> I have a 24-miler schedule for the day of the wedding, and I don't think that's going to happen. I don't <laughs> think so. It should happen. I mean, it could happen. But <laughs> um, uh, tell us about, uh, in, in this journey, the path you, you, you set to lose 170 pounds or, or lose weight. Was there any time or any moment that they said, this is not what you want to do? You know, you, you went pretty much uh, cows to 5K to, you know, just kept on going distance further and further. Were I there any, any, any point uh, that you want to talk about a little? Um, wow. I was so unhappy with how I felt and how I looked. It was embarrassing to have to ask somebody in the family every day to put my shoes on and tie them for me because I was too big to bend over and do it for myself. Um, I knew that my kids were absolutely mortified to be seen with me in public because I shuffled and they were always waiting for me because I couldn't move very fast. It was just a terrible, terrible place to be. Um, I don't ever want to go back to that. And so I will run myself into the ground. <laughs> <laughs> to keep active so I don't go back there. Oh, it was just horrible. So losing that much weight, uh, is there any side effect for you? You know, bo body gets adjusted to certain thing, correct? And in yes. for all of us, you know, when I when I lose or start losing certain pounds, my family starts saying you look too thin. You know, go eat something or something. Is there any medical uh, what do you call side effect and and such a thing that that losing too much weight? Uh, do you know of? The only things that I've seen of have been from that Biggest Loser show. I don't know if you've followed that kind of thing. The people, they really put them on a strict diet and heavy, heavy, heavy exercise regime. And a lot of people rebound, gain their weight back. Uh, I have my theories as to why that is. I don't think that they've been taught that this is a complete change in your life. Things have to be different. I think also that because... They lose the extreme amount of weights so fast that their body is just like, hello, what is happening? It took me a long time to drop the weight. I would plateau. I remember one plateau where I was stuck at the same weight for six months. And I thought, well, I guess this is where my body wants to be. And all of a sudden, weight started dropping off again. And I was doing the happy dance. <laughs> I never, <laughs> I never set a, a numerical goal of where I wanted to lose. I just figured my body would tell me when it was done. I never set a goal for like what size clothes to wear or anything like that. I just wanted to go where my body says, this is where it needs to be. You're healthy. And I was okay with that. And that's, that's what happened. So 
I'm not skinny. I am healthy. Some jiggly skin left over, but I lost a boatload of weight. So <laughs> yeah, definitely. Talk about that. Uh, uh, do you uh, do you feel much lighter, faster? You know, I'm, I'm definitely. I, I guess uh, that that helps also the joints and everything. Let's talk about that a little bit. And for for being a runner side of um, having less weight to carry around. When I started with the Couch to 5K, I was 100 pounds heavier than I am right now. And I remember those first few weeks thinking, oh, oh this hurts so bad. <laughs> <laughs> if I had not promised my sister that I would do this program, I would have said, no way. I've never been in such pain in my life. But. As the weight kept coming off, it got easier, and my body did not object quite so much. Uh, it's not easy. Running is not easy. You know that. Definitely. But it's very rewarding. Uh, I love it. That It was worth sticking with it. It did get easier as far as what I was doing to my body with the weight on the joints and everything, but keeping going and keeping to get more and more trim. And fit made a big difference, yes. Definitely. Uh, talk about that. Uh, have you plateaued now or are still on the negative trend? No, 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 no. I've been about where I'm at now for a year and a half, maybe, something like that, yeah. So have you seen it going up or you just stay stay wherever you are? And you? Oh, keep... you know, there's. I have a little five-pound wiggle room. Some days it's up, some days it's down. But I think everybody's like that. <laughs> five, um, five pounds, yeah. I'm, I must have lost five pounds running this morning, so... <laughs> It was hot, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Oh, I only did seven miles, and I went through, let's see, 16 and 16, 32 ounces of tailwind, and I came home, and I was still down two pounds. Yeah, definitely. So I've been drinking water like crazy, because I've got to go out and do it again tomorrow. Yeah, this summer heat is just, just you know, we we have about <laughs> a month, a month and a half of this, but this heat is just amazing but but i like summer training heats and this is uh time of the year i get to train uh pretty mm -hmm. freely before i start racing season but i love it um but but definitely uh losing weight um i think a lot of people get wrong idea about losing weight it's uh it's a long process and you have it to be, have to be patient you know you know sometimes you like you said five pounds you know <laughs> that five pounds will come back in an hour once you start drinking Take a drink of water <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> or or stop running and breathing, you know, it's like there's about five pound came back. So yeah, <laughs> it has happened to me. I lost three pounds in 30 minutes run. So, but I know that that'll come back. But, but the whole process, I think uh, it's, you've got to be patient. There is no right rules and wrong rules. Uh, do you yeah. think, don't you think that? And everybody's body reacts differently, correct? It does. Yes. And, and that's something, you know, people ask me a lot about that. Everybody's different. So somebody might, you know, go on some really weird bad diet and it works great guns for them. And somebody else can try it and it doesn't work worth a hill of beans for them. Everybody's different. So you've got to find the little thing that works for you. But, you know, I did not put on that kind of weight overnight. And I see so many people... They want the weight gone overnight. And man, you know, you didn't put it on overnight. You've got to look and be honest with yourself and say, how long did it take me to put on that weight? And expect it to take about that long for it to come off. Definitely. It, it takes a while. It does if you're going to do it and take the time to, I hate to say the word do it right since we just talked about everybody being different, but so that your body has a little bit more chance to adapt to the new changes 
give yourself a little bit bigger window room for, for success. I think that time is invaluable, that you should take your time and make it work, make it stick. Definitely. Uh, so. One thing I learned is just for my own thing is I lost, uh, going to vegan, I lost 15 pounds. And wow. I mean, I, over over the time, I added back up. I mean, I was like till end of this season in about May, I was back to where I, when I was start vegan, you know, so like all the sacrifice I made, is just uh-huh. <laughs> went out of the way. But at the same time, I kind of learned my lesson, you know, basically my, I need to eat a lot. I mean, I need to continuously eat. But mm-hmm. at the same time, you know, I need to portion size it. Uh, so not uh, not do that what I did in the past. Just kind of keep on trying. I cannot tell people what to do, but I can tell what I what I'm doing. You know. Right. Right. Talking about uh, let's let's go a little bit on your uh, distance running. Um, for your distance running, kind of different. Do you do anything different now uh, versus what you used to do? Uh, when, when did you start running marathon or or ultra marathon and, and up distance? My first marathon was October 2013, and that was the Mount Desert Island Marathon in Bar Harbor, Maine. And I, now where you're at, you've got some hills out in the Birmingham area, right? Definitely yes. Yeah, well, I'm on the prairie in Mississippi, and we don't have hills. And uh, Bar Harbor, the Mount Desert Island, they most definitely have hills. And I thought I was going to die. Holy cow, that was such a hard race. But it was fun. It was really pretty. It follows the Atlantic coast. For, it's a point-to-point race. Beautiful, beautiful course. But anyway, I digress. After Before I started or before I ran that marathon, I was already signed up for my first ultra. And that was going to be the Mississippi 50 Trail Run down in Laurel, Mississippi. Have you ever run that one? I have not run. I hear pretty often I talk a lot of our Southeast friends. They have run that one, but I haven't yet. It's a fun race. You'd like it. It's not hard, easy course. If you don't mind water crossings and a little bit of mud, you'd love it. So uh, I was signed up for that. And I did not have a coach at that time. And I tried to train and I ran myself into the ground and gave myself a stress injury on Christmas Day. So when race day rolled around for that race, I was still on crutches and I was a very sad panda. So I learned that uh, a coach was invaluable and I hired a coach. And since then, I have been training with a coach so that I don't hurt myself again because that was not my idea of fun. And uh, my coach that I have right now, if I'm marathon training, I am training by heart rate and time. And when I am ultra training, it's uh, kind of a mixture of heart rate and time and distance. Never pace because I need the time on my feet. So there's that. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I try to mix it, everything up this time. <laughs> I, I have no rule other than just logging miles. So that's all I have at this time. Before we go further, uh, can you talk about uh, the, the cause you run? You run for Aiden. That's, is that, did I say that correctly? Yes, yes, I run for Aiden. There's a a program or a page on Facebook, and they also have a website. It's called I Run for Michael. And uh, back, must have been in 2013, yeah, I had some of my Facebook running friends that had been matched with buddies through this program. And what they do is they take people with medical challenges who cannot run for whatever reason their medical challenges make it that they cannot run. They match them with you and you dedicate your miles and your races to your buddy. And you post on Facebook to them and and uh, I thought, oh, this is great stuff. I got to be a part of it. So I put my name on the waiting list 
to be matched with a buddy. And on April 9th, two years ago, I was matched with my little buddy, Aiden. And he lives in a Detroit suburb. And uh, let's see, it was last summer after Grandma's Marathon. My husband and I were driving home and we made a detour from Duluth through um, Michigan down to meet him and his family for the first time in real life. It was really fun. Great family, great kid. And uh, I turned myself inside out for that kid. He deserves the absolute best. So Aiden is my buddy and my miles are dedicated for him. I try super hard to get extra finisher medals and stuff for him. So he's got, I've bought him a couple of different uh, metal hangers now because we filled up one already and we're working on metal hanger number two for him. So I send him bling and little souvenirs from the different races we went to. Like in London, I pick stuff up for him and when, I was running in uh, Berlin. I've been there twice. I send him stuff from Germany and and birthday presents and stuff. So he's my buddy. Sounds like you have great cause to run for. So he's awesome. He is uh, so something that just kind of popped out in my mind. That uh, are you also in the path to uh, go to uh, a path to finish uh, the World Marathon Major or Marathon? I'm working on them. I've got three down. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm halfway. Definitely. Uh, next fall, I plan on running New York City. I've been trying for five years to get into that race through the lottery, and I have failed, epically failed. So if I don't get in through the lottery this next time, I will run it on a charity bib, which is fine. I have no problem with that. And uh, then that will leave um, Boston and Tokyo. I don't have a pair of a chance of ever qualifying for Boston. So that'll be a charity bib as well. And then Tokyo, I'll try and get in through the lottery and see what happens. But I need to wrap up those six races. I need to get that done. Definitely. Uh, Tokyo will be much easier lottery for the outsider. I have done Tokyo a very long time ago, but... But uh, Tokyo will be much easier. But definitely, yeah, keep uh, keep uh, keep doing that. It's uh, it's good to have <laughs> that goal as well. So out They're of all, great race, so much fun. Definitely, uh, Melinda. We talked uh, many things uh, as we go forward. Uh, we wanted to. Uh, I wanted to do some sprint round. Uh, ask some questions. It can be quick uh, answers or or fast. Uh, it may take a little longer depending on your pace. Uh, <laughs> are you ready for a sprint round? Let's try it. Uh, what type of shoes do you wear? Ultras. Ultras. What, what uh, do you use a different road ultra versus trail ultra? What uh, particular uh, style or design do you use? Well, I tell you, the Lone Peak has been for years my go-to trail shoe. Love them. They're amazing. But Ultra just came out with a brand new trail shoe called the Timp, T-I-M-P. And I did my first run in that this last weekend. I am in love with this shoe. So it's not that I don't love my Lone Peaks, because I do, but I think my shoe for the 100 miler in December is the Timp. Road shoe, uh, wow. For my long training runs, I am in the Torin. It's a high cushion shoe. It's a responsive shoe. And I don't feel all the rocks and bumps and lumps in the road. So when I'm doing 20 plus mile training runs, they're a very comfortable shoe to wear. For short runs or speed work, I'm in their one. They have a brand new model that came out in the one, the V3. And I really like that one. That is nice. And it's a lightweight shoe. So I do my speed work and, and things like that in that shoe. 
a nice moderate shoe that I like a lot is the Escalante, and that is a responsive shoe. You feel like you have little springs on your feet. <laughs> so Alter's got all sorts of really great shoes, and if I could wear them all at the same time, I would. Definitely, yeah. <laughs> and, and I have an interview with uh, the, the founder, Golden, Golden Harper. Uh, uh-huh. I forgot the episode number. Um, he talks about the shoes, but definitely I have a Torrent, and I recently got a trail shoes. I don't know the name, but I, I'm trying some, some more. Some I would like to try for my next 100 uh, some ultra shoes. We'll see how that will mm-hmm. go. But, but I, I have happy feet, I guarantee it. <laughs> I switch between shoes. I, mean, I have a Montreal and, uh, and then... Um, Maybe Hoka or 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 Ultra, one of the one of the other. Mm-hmm. I, I have to keep on trying my training. I still uh, a little while to go. What type of GPS device do you use? Oh, I have a Garmin. I have a Phoenix Two and a Phoenix Three. And to be honest, I've been sticking with my Phoenix Two. I am not a fan of my Phoenix Three. So I save the Phoenix Three for really long ultras because I can get about thirteen hours running time with the GPS going on my Phoenix Two. So then I like grumbly put on the phoenix three for the last part of the race <laughs> so that's what i have <laughs> definitely what inspires you you know you, you have you do so much stuff uh, for running uh, running community and uh, tell us what inspires you things that expi- inspire me are seeing people who overcome some incredible adversity and still get out there whether they're running or bicycling or swimming or whatever, whatever it is that they love to do, they get out there and no matter what, they do it. You know, my hat's off to them a million times. I'm like, wow. And here I am whining because, you know, I have a loose toenail or something, you know, <laughs> which happens frequently. So it's, just, it's astounding to me, though, the will of some people to succeed and it impresses me no end. Definitely. Uh, do you have any routine that you use, morning routine, afternoon routine, weekend routines that helps to, helps you to do whatever you ha- you do to to get inspired and mo- motivate? Not really. Uh, that's kind of boring. <laughs> um, I I you know I I run my miles and then I come home and I take care of the dog and the two cats. I feed my husband. I clean the house and do the laundry and mow in the summertime. I mow twice a week and we have three acres so i'm mowing six hours every week that's a good so, uh, a good hit training too <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> that's my life and so i guess i just try to fit it all in do you like to uh, you you said you live in mississippi so do you like to uh downhill running racing or uphill climbing i mean um, for you probably flat running i mean i don't know that's <laughs> really nice i like flat and downhill's my friend too i like downhill <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm so weak on hills, so I've started uh, running, pulling a tire a couple of times a week. I saw that your picture recently yep. that you're pulling tire. Yeah. How, how does that work? Uh, does that help? Uh, hurt? Uh, what are you trying to do? What is the goal? Oh my there? gosh, it's the hardest thing ever. Oh, I, and I'm such a sissy though, so let's make that abundantly clear. That tire weighs 22 pounds, and I thought. That's so lame, a 22-pound tire, until I tried to run with it. And I'm like, holy cow, who knew 22 pounds was so hard? <laughs> so I have it on, on that belt around my waist, and it's attached by a big, long cable to the tire. And I run, pulling it. Definitely. It is hard. I have, I've tried once. Uh, somebody let me try it once, and I lapped a little, like, a, probably 400 meter. And it was like, man, it's hard. <laughs> and I, 
I've been wanting to do it, but probably if I pull a tire, they already, my neighbors know that I run around and with pulling tires, they probably. <laughs> <laughs> my neighbors, oh, you would have laughed so hard because they, they've been driving by with their cell phones and they're trying to like take these pictures of me running with the tire, hoping that I don't notice. <laughs> I, I do notice. <laughs> <laughs> It's so funny. And finally, one of my neighbors, finally, he stopped me. And he's like, so, uh, see, you've been running, pulling a tire. And I'm like, yes, sir. <laughs> Should you be rolling on this tire instead of pulling the tire? <laughs> oh, they think I'm nuts already. So that, like, made it, I'm certifiable. <laughs> funny yeah, stuff. definitely. Uh, what type of hydration plan do you use for this hot day of summer? I am a tailwind girl, 100% through and through. It's made a huge difference in my, especially my summer running, but even year-round, it's it's just incredible. Um, when I started running, I did the gels and the Gatorade and new, you know, I tried it all. And I always had a really crunchy, thick layer of salt all over me when I was done with my runs. And I was having the energy crashes and surges from trying to use the gels and keeping my energy level even and since i started with the tailwind i don't have any of that stuff anymore no more crunchy salt no more tummy troubles from too many gels no mad dashes to the bushes from gi issues from mixing the gatorade with the gels or anything like that it's just the most amazing stuff ever got you yeah, I never uh, got used to tra- te- tailwinds. Uh, a lot of my friends here in Birmingham area, we use uh, tailwinds and stuff, and even the races we have, but just never got used to it, and probably I will not get used to it, but, but I'm always willing to try it, though. Do you have any training plan? Do you use any training plan? You said that you're going to run 24 miles during your daughter's wedding, but <laughs> <laughs> do you have any training plan, and how strict are you with your training plans? I try to stick pretty close to my training plan. You know, I have my coach and he writes everything up for me and I get it through training peaks in my email. So I get two days at a time emails so I can see what's coming up. And I try really, really hard not to look ahead. When I was, I don't know if you remember back in the days when, when we were in college and the first day of the semester, they give you that syllabus. And if you looked at all the work you had to do, oh, maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm the only person that does this. But I would look at that syllabus and think, there is no way I can get all this done. But the semester rolls around to the end, and ta-da, it's all done. Well, it's the same way with these training programs, especially for this, for these hundreds, you know, and the 50-milers and stuff. And you're like, I can't do this. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't look ahead anymore. I just look at my... Uh, the well, week, yeah, two days at a time. Two that's days at a time. Okay. That's not like a handle. Not even like, week. Oh, holy cow! No, I looked ahead for the week that we're going to be in Colorado for my daughter's wedding because I'm like, oh, I've got to figure out how I'm going to fit my miles in. And so I looked ahead and I saw the 24, and then I saw it was on the wedding day, and I'm like, hmm, don't see that one happening. No. And so I'm kind of like mentally juggling. The schedule with bridal showers and dinners and all that stuff that we've got going on while we're out there. And if I can get a couple of 10Ks in that week, I'll be a happy girl. I think that'd be about all I can get done. Definitely. I, I have not uh, done any written uh, training plan in a very long time. I wanted to do this season, but I just let it float. I just 
wake up some days at ah, 15 miles. So I just go run 15 miles that day probably. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to be more consistent. At least my uh, uh, I'm doing a, what do you call speed workout consistently. Uh-huh. I try to have a, uh, 10 miles Monday. You know, it doesn't have to be one run, you know, one or two. 15 miles mm-hmm. Thursday, you know, weekends is kind of free-floating, you know. So I'm, I wanted to do that, but uh, it just doesn't work. Training, riding a training plan is not working for me. So I was kind of kind of be open to anything. It's just a wow. week. <laughs> <laughs> like I ran 11 miles today. I may go out for 10, 15 miles tomorrow. Who knows? If I can hit 50 miles for the week, I'm I'm, I'm pretty happy. So that's that's how I look at it. And that 50 mile has to be hills and speed and all inclusive, including trail, few trail runs. So uh-huh. that, that's how I look at it. Um, now we touched about uh, nutrition, nutrition plan, um, your your diet, your what do you call life lifestyle changes. Uh, tell us yes. about it. Or do you uh, uh, follow any strict nutrition nutrition plan? I think you talked about that a little nope. bit. But for training, nope. racing, nothing. Okay. Nope. Nope. So you try to use that. One of my favorite, mm-hmm. and I know you're vegetarian, so I'm sorry about this, but one of my favorite uh, night before the ultra meals is wings and beer. So <laughs> <laughs> it does well for me. It really does the tricks. So. <laughs> Definitely. I mean, whatever works for you. Um, what is your favorite race? Favorite race is the Berlin Marathon. I love that race. I've run it twice. I'm a history buff, so that. World War Two and where the wall stood and running through the Berlin Gate and seeing the difference in architecture between what was West Berlin and East Berlin and oh, such a cool city and great race. Loved it. Definitely. I I, I need to try Berlin probably next year. So I want to I want to put my name in the lottery for Berlin pretty soon. So you should. You should. It's great. Yeah, I have never raced uh, in Europe, so that'll be that'll be one extra race so to add to my list of races I've done. Uh, is there a race that you have done, uh, have not run that you love love to run one day? New York City. Mm, there I you go. really want to run New York City Marathon in the worst way. I drive <laughs> my husband crazy because every time we watch an episode of Blue Bloods, the credits roll at the beginning, and I'm sitting on the sofa going. I'm going to run a marathon in that city someday. And he's like, uh-huh. <laughs> that uh, poor man. He puts I, up with so much from me. Oh. Uh, definitely. That's a great support to have. And uh, I ran New York uh, very early, and that is pretty cool. I would love to go back to run it again sometime soon. But it was um, it was really early. Uh, I'm just looking at uh, four. Wow, I uh-huh. didn't know that. Wow, New York was my, I was just looking at my uh, thing. I ran New York very early. Uh, marathon number four, New York City Marathon. I ran wow. for a charity. Um, somehow charity, I ended up with a charity bib. I ran that year, ran six marathons in six months. Holy six, cow. Uh, <laughs> so, so, I mean, now, it, it, that was a big deal. I mean, I'm talking very early start, early. Yeah, and New York, keep on trying. Um, there, there's oh, yeah. a lot of, a lot of, Charity, like you said, you don't mind to run as a charity runner, so... No, so, no, that's fine. Yeah. I just budget for it, you know? Definitely. The only only marathon I don't I don't want to run as a charity is a, is a Boston, but I may yeah. change I may change my mind if it comes to 
run for some other charity. So definitely. Melinda, it was great talking to you, finally catch up with you. Um, so before we close this interview, I'd just like you to give some word of advice to people listening to us who are going through or who are still struggling the weight, weight problem, trying to be what, what, what you have done. And uh, from couch to 5K and losing all this weight, 170 pounds, that's what you said. And yep. and running a marathon, eventually running ultra marathon. Now you are on path to, and you are on path to uh, run the world major marathon. So so give us a word of advice to keep working on it, keeping keep dreaming and keep uh, keep losing that weight. Well, I would say the biggest thing, the best advice somebody could have given me is to forgive yourself. There's you put on the weight, it happens. Forgive yourself for that. And just let that go because it happened. Look forward to all the awesome and exciting opportunities that are waiting for you as you work on losing and becoming more mobile, more active. Pat yourself on the back because you're doing awesome stuff and things are, you, you can do this. I mean, if I can do this, 55-year-old housewife in Mississippi, if I can do this, anybody can do it. So patience perseverance, forgiveness, important things. Great, Melinda. Sounds like a great word of advice. Uh, thanks for your time. Great catching up with you. Hopefully, I can. We, our our path will cross sometime soon. We can run some races or just We've hang out. We've got to find a race together somewhere. <laughs> definitely. Definitely. That, that's supposed to come out that way to run some, some races, uh, hopefully. Maybe I'll run Mississippi 50 one, one of these days. So... So or, or run the Jackson Marathon. We almost ran the uh, Jackson. Uh, what do you call the, the blues? The blues marathon. Then it got canceled. Yeah. So so if it's happening next year, I may show up. So maybe we will run some miles together. That would be fun. Great. Uh, thanks for your time, and uh, we'll catch up on the Facebook or 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 the race sometime soon. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you. If you have a need to cover your events from marketing to taking photos, please contact mruns.com by emailing at marathonruns at gmail.com. Thanks for listening to another episode of Emirates Podcast. Please subscribe to our podcast channel, Voice of Runners, at iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, and more. And also follow our social media channel, Marathon Runs, on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube.